0: Today's podcast is sponsored by our amazing friends over at Adorama. Adorama is one of the best electronic retailers specializing in photo and video equipment. They also have a rad blog and video series highlighting content creators called Through the Lens, which you can find on their YouTube channel. We've partnered with Adorama to offer free education through the AOV Academy. So head over to AOVacademy.com for free online courses in photo and video. What's happening, everyone? It's your boy, Prince. Prince. Today's guest on the AOV podcast is my boy, Paul Clark. He's a photographer based out of San Francisco, California. He was raised in Salt Lake City, Utah, and attended Utah State University, where he graduated with not just a bachelor's, but a master's degree in accounting. My boy's got those numbers on deck. While at Utah State, he was also a member of the football team, playing in the famous Idaho Potato Bowl and the San Diego County Credit Union Poinsettia Bowl. Paul welcome to the show my dude
1: what's up man thanks for having me i really appreciate it
0: dude absolutely i didn't know you played in the potato ball i I mean we live i live in boise bro you're on the blue turf
1: yeah man on that smurf turf
0: that smurf turf
1: (laughs) yeah bro that that field is like concrete
0: (laughs) bro it's 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 i think it's nicer now but that field is wild like they find yeah. dead birds and stuff out there all the time because they think oh. it's water and they just like nosedive into the and they just smack right into the ground. Bro, it's crazy. Like
1: I've never seen anything like that up there, but that's a cool place you guys got up there.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a rad stadium and our team. It's it's kind of crazy how big our football program has right? gotten. Yeah,
1: that yeah, out oh, in the middle of, of wait, Idaho. Yeah,
0: you played them when they were good too, huh? Yeah. Bro,
1: they would smack us. Every I was gonna year.
0: say they—they they got you guys, didn't man. Yeah,
1: yeah. It was always like fifty ten, fifty ten. It's like, oh man, but Dude, yeah. it was a good time.
0: They had a, they had a, they had a serious squad for a while. I don't think we, we were, you know, I don't think we're that good today uh, as we were back then. But it's all good. I'm not the biggest football fan. I, don't, I ain't got time yeah. for all those sports, bro. I Ain't got, got time for that, way, bro. <laughs> Dude, so. Give me a little background on yourself.
1: Man, I don't know. I mean, I guess you kind of summed up my life pretty quickly right there. But uh, yeah, I mean, went to Utah State, got my bachelor's and master's in accounting. Accounting was sort of something that I just picked one day because I was a junior and like, I don't know what to do. And I'm sitting in accounting class and I'm like, well, this wasn't that bad, so I'll just major in it. And next thing I know, I'm a CPA, played football while I was there. Yeah, man, started photography, let's see, last May 2017. And uh, kind of just started it because I didn't really have anything else to do. And that was about it, you know, Uh, just trying to look for something fun to do and just something that I could, I guess, something new that I could try and uh, just push myself to see if I could get good at it.
0: Nice. And you have you've gotten you've gotten good, bro. I Thanks, really, man. I love your work. I'm a big fan. Um, but that said, what was, uh, how did you get into photography?
1: Well, let's see. I bought my first camera probably in like 2013 or so, or 2014 or something like that. And never really used it. I had it for like three years and then, I don't know, I just got to a point where, so a little backstory, I moved out to the Bay area. 2015 i didn't really know anyone so the only friends i had were the people i worked with um and slowly as times pass people leave the company and it's like oh crap i don't have anyone to hang out with anymore i don't really got anything to do besides like go to work and go to the gym so i don't know i was just looking for something that i could sort of pick up on the side and just do in my free time so I dusted off the old camera and just started walking around San Jose and just trying to do something fun and uh started exploring like instagram and just seeing all these people out there taking these crazy shots and uh i don't know i just felt really inspired to just keep pushing at it keep learning it learning what iso aperture shutter speed all that was um that's that's kind of it man it's just like i didn't really have anything else better to do
0: dude that's awesome uh yeah, that's tough, man. Moving to a new city is always difficult. And it's crazy how, isn't it weird? And that was right after college, right? Yeah. Dude, Tell me how trippy it is, like, making friends after college. Like, bro, leaving it's, college it's like, and going to, like, a, like a, 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 any type of city and just, like, trying to, like, make friends and stuff is, like, bro, it's like a serious science. It's an art and it's science.
1: <laughs> it's one of the hardest things that no one tells you about because it's, like, you I don't know. It's just it's, it feels unnatural to just like walk up to someone and be like, "Hey, how's it going?" You know, because then I don't know, it could come across creep, cre- creepy or whatever. But right. um, that's something that a lot of people don't tell you about.
0: Yeah, like you know? college. College, we have you have the culture right to where it's like yeah. it's normal just for like strangers just be like what up, dude? You guys want to come play some pickup or like shoot with us or whatever it may be? Come to our party event, etc. And then you get out of college and it's like. Dude, it's almost like it's kind of trippy because you go from, like, being surrounded by friends all the time. Then you go into the real world and you're, like, fiending for that interaction. You're like, yo. And then you have to have work friends, which, (laughs) dude, I'm not going to lie. I've never had – okay, I shouldn't say never. I did have, like, a a handful of buddies that were really rad work friends. But for the most part, work friends are just, like – I don't know. They just kind of fill the time, (laughs) you know, but they're not, like
1: (laughs) – Yeah, I mean – I don't know, I, I've made some good work friends, but it's it's kind of like you guys are with each other so much throughout the day, like 12 hours a day, every day, sometimes weekends, like you want to get a break from each other. Um, I mean, same thing on the football team. It's like you see the same person, you're like in the same locker next to the same person every single day for four years. And I don't know, I mean, he ended up being my roommate too. So it's like nonstop, but... All
0: right. So you have a full-time job as an accountant. That's really awesome. So we know you're not a poor uh a poor artist. Ladies, uh, you hear that? My, my boy Paul Clark, are you single? Uh no. Okay, never mind. I take everything. <laughs> I take everything back. Keep away. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um okay, awesome, man. So <laughs> well i think well your story is neat you have a good job a lot of times when i interview people you know a lot of these guys are like dude they're in the they're in that in between they're struggling they're trying to really get their careers off the ground in the arts what's your i guess what's your path like are you are you happy with where you're at do you plan on doing something more creative i'm not necessarily saying you're going to become a photographer and like that's how you're going to make income but uh are you looking to stay at your nine to five? Are you looking to create your own income through something or, you know, what's what's on the horizon with that?
1: Um, to be honest, that's like the golden question right now. Um, I'm kinda, I feel like I'm at a point in my life where I'm not really sure I'm loving what I'm doing at work. And then I'm not really sure I'm ready to like, just jump and do the whole photography thing. Cause I mean, being in the Bay area, it's not necessarily cheap. It's very, I mean, I have a full-time job and stuff, so I can't complain. But I mean, even now it's still like pretty hard to keep my head above water. Um, so I don't know. I'm I'm trying to find a way to just sort of make the two mesh at some point, which I'm not necessarily sure how that's going to work out. But that's sort of yeah. the goal that I'm trying to work towards. So um, photography and stuff is just all in my free time.
0: Gotcha. <clears throat> you know, the the difficult thing I think sometimes, Paul, is when you want to get outside of your comfort zone and move towards something that brings you more joy uh, and more fulfillment in life, sometimes you have to move to a new environment that Mm -hmm. allows you to, allows you to do your thing. You know what I mean? allows you to do what you need to do. Uh, I was in San Francisco and I love the Bay area. But when my buddy Travis and I, you know, we decided to 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 take AOV full time and to really make this a thing, yeah. I knew there was no way that. And that trust me, I loved. I was like, dude, this the Bay Area is a perfect place, but yeah, there was just no way. And so I always like to let people know that you know, like. Sometimes you got to make sacrifices to to live the kind of life you want to live. And I'm not saying you'll forever be gone. If that's like where your heart's at, then you'll always make your way back. But sometimes you just got to get out, get your thing off the ground, you know, make some income, get some, get some, get a foundation and then you're good to go to get back to wherever you want. But the biggest thing I hate seeing is watching artists fail because they're in uh, these crazy expensive cities and they, they try to go full time and, and they just get. Burnt. and like that's the stuff that kills my soul especially like talented guys you know
1: yeah i feel it i mean yeah because like when i discovered photography like it just gave me this rush inside it's like man this feels like really good especially like you know you're just standing at glacier point just staring at half dome and you just got a bang your sunrise coming through and i, I don't even know how to like explain that feeling it's just like wow you know it's like i'm here i'm alive like it's just such a rush and I don't know, I get it every time I go out and shoot. It's just been, it's been really eye-opening, you know? Yeah. Like, to the bigger picture of life.
0: No, absolutely. Uh, That's beautiful, man. It's really, it's something else, right? You're like, with nature, and like, it puts on a show every morning, every night, every day, and the show's always different, and you can watch the show in different places, and it's just, it's like a (laughs) never-ending. thing right? it's never <laughs> never ending man never ending what was that what was your favorite moment so far in photography where you just you know the first thing that comes to mind that was just like one of those like insane moments for you
1: man well I'd say probably one of the most insane like twenty four hour periods I've ever done all right so let's see woke up one morning we shot sunrise at California Street sunrise was at like 5.45, 6 a.m. Um, shot sunrise, went back to San Jose. So, I live an hour away outside of SF. So, I commute every time. Um, got back to San Jose, hopped on a plane. Well, before I hopped on a plane, I hit up my boy Frankie out in Salt Lake. I'm like, yo, we should go to Monument Valley when I land in Salt Lake. And he's like, I don't know, man. So, I showed him a couple shots and I convinced him. So, Landed in Salt Lake. We drove eight hours through the night, got to Monument Valley at like midnight and we shot Astro The Milky Way. It was just perfectly bright and visible. Like, bro, that was the most insane thing. We stayed to through uh, sunrise. We got a banger sunrise and just went back to Salt Lake. Like that was the most insane thing I think I've ever done. And that's probably gonna be my most memorable like photography adventure
0: oh Hopefully. my gosh yeah. for now for now dude for you now, never for know now. the next yeah. one the next one could be could you know could double down yeah man that's rad I'll see I love I love stories like that it's so exciting like I feel like I was right there with you man that like just the joy on your face like g- gets me so jacked because I've been in similar you know similar yeah. settings where you're just like everything's so fast-paced and things just align and magic's happening and like i feel like a six-year-old girl i'm freaking out screaming yeah, yeah and jumping up and down
1: <laughs> bro that's how we were me uh frankie and jordan lopez man we we're just i don't know it was just like it was too perfect like it was awesome
0: dude that's the best um so you've been shooting photos for a while now have you ever thought of you know do you see yourself moving into any other type of mediums or is photography where you're going to be staying? I'm just curious.
1: Yeah. Um, I've, I've been looking to getting into video uh, a little bit more, but I just kind of feel like, especially with my work, we usually work like, I don't know, between 10 and 12 hours a day. Um, mm-hmm. I just like, don't have the energy to and time to just edit those types of videos. Cause those take a lot of time. Um, it's like I'm already consumed enough with just photography and uh, social media, um, so. But I I do think that will be my eventual next step. I'm just not sure when.
0: Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So. Nothing wrong with that. You gotta, <clears throat> dude. That's just. I think that's a harsh reality for everyone. I think a lot of people want to get into video, but it's a lot more work. It just. It's a lot. It, just, it is. I mean, it's it's very different and it's just time consuming. So not everyone's blessed to have, you know, abundance of time to, to be able to work on those types of projects.
1: Yeah. I mean, I wish I, I wish I got into it when I was when I had more free time. Um, But I mean, got to play the cards that I was dealt.
0: So are you, so last May in 2017, was that like when you initially got on Instagram too?
1: Yeah. That's uh, that's when I started my photography page. Yeah.
0: Cool. How do you feel about, so now you've been on the platform about a year and a half. How do you feel about Instagram?
1: I mean, there's positives and negatives. Some of the positives that, I mean, I've experienced is I've met some of my best friends through it, like Andrew, Colin, Dave, Kane, uh, many others. It's like, I don't know, but you have like this whole network that's around you or even in the world that you can just connect to like that and build like an actual friendship through going back like to the first topic how do you make friends outside of you know outside of work Mm -hmm. so that's been probably the biggest positive for me i do see like a lot of people get really sucked into like the numbers and stuff and they get like really attached to it Uh, i mean i've i've been victim of it too it's like man i posted bad and it just sort of like ruins your whole day and i don't know man like there's a, there's been a a lot of questions raised about it too, especially with like the founders of Instagram leaving, like, what does that mean for the future? So I don't know. Like a lot of people just get too sucked into it. Like Kanye had that tweet or a picture that he posted on there. Like you can't take it like too serious, you know, like use it for what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be a social platform, meet people through it, uh, make friends, make those friendships, you know?
0: Absolutely. It's a it's a tool, but like a lot of tools, our cell phones, our computers, a lot of these tools mm-hmm. somehow become highly attached. Uh, you know, people become attached to them and they become yeah. a lot more than tools. They they replace friends, they replace relationships, they take over lives and uh so like an
1: extension of yourself now.
0: Yeah, which is scary. Honestly. Yeah. Uh and it's not I mean it's not our fault. It's not people's Well, I mean, don't get me wrong, Like, it's our life, so I truly do believe in people taking 100% ownership of their choices and decisions and, and, and making the right choices and decisions to get the outlook and to get the results in life that they want. But at the same time, I mean, a lot of these social platforms, you know, they had psychology engineers and people that develop gaming systems in vegas that understand the psychology of people and and they they have all the right dopamine hits and dude i mean a lot of times instagram is a lot more of a drug than it is a tool
1: i think it is Uh, but it
0: sucks because it is awesome like like you i've met some of my best friends and amazing people and we built an amazing community on this platform that's allowed us to connect with all types of cool people all around the world and have conversations and laugh and create together But on the flip side, there's also a dark side, you know? Uh, I guess that's the yin and the yang of Instagram, huh?
1: (laughs) Yeah, man. You just just gotta find a way to balance the two and just, I don't know, don't take it too seriously and just remember this is just Instagram, you know?
0: Yep. Who inspires you?
1: Man, there's a long list of people that inspire me.
0: And it doesn't have to be just like, you can, it could be anyone. It could be photography, it could be just life, like whatever
1: yeah so i'd say in life um a couple of the big names that inspired me throughout the last couple of years one was uh eric thomas who's a motivational speaker yep
0: um he's yeah, got I mean, the most like, lit videos on youtube
1: bro yeah those got me they got me they got my ass in gear
0: that uh, rise the early morning rising grind
1: yeah man <laughs> yeah he got me hyped but uh Eric Thomas, Gary Vaynerchuk, now that I've like transitioned into like the professional career, uh I resonate with a lot of his messages. And then let's see Elon Musk has actually been super inspiring for me. I know he's been going through a lot lately, but I think his heart's in a good spot and I think he's just trying to do the best that he can however he gets there.
0: He's got a lot of pressure on him, bro. I don't think anyone yeah. I don't think it's fair for anyone uh have to deal with that kind of it just that just that sucks
1: yeah he yeah he uh he definitely gets the short end of the stick a lot of times when his heart's in the right place you know yep um see photography wise man i wish i could name everyone but a couple of the big names that really stick out to me were frankie satara way back when i first started he's like one of my close buddies uh back in salt lake that really pushed me to uh it do this you know uh, mm-hmm. let's see andrew optics eight thirty one gay rodriguez uh mike myers uh do you do you remember ty lecky yep yeah Tyler I met him at the a o v meetup actually yep yeah he's a uh, he's been a big influence on me, but yeah the, i mean like I said those are just a couple of the names that really stick out to me photography wise
0: dude that's that's the squad, that's all the homies, and those are all really. Those are all really good guys, man. Those dudes are those yeah. dudes are rad.
1: Yeah, they're all really good people too.
0: Yep. And that's another great thing about Instagram, you know, you you get to to connect with people that are, you know, oftentimes better than you at what you, you know, and you get to learn from them and Yeah. And that's always that's always just super rad. I was trying to find this photo of uh Gary V and I, but I don't I got too many. I got too many photos on this darn phone. <laughs> The cellular device, dude. I got like, how many photos do you have on your phone, bro? Probably like eight thousand. Yeah. Okay. Somewhere we're around sa- there. We're savages, bro. I got ten k. Yeah. Like, who? Like, you know what I mean? Like, you have 10, When are you ever gonna look at those photos on your phone? That's so like, wh- what? And it's like every
1: every new iPhone that comes out, you need the bigger and bigger one so you can have all your photos.
0: Yeah, that's that's what I did with this. I got the eight plus and I got the two fifty six. So I'm like, yeah, yep. is that an is that an SSD in there? No. <laughs> but, um, word up. You ever print your art or anything? I know a lot of these a lot of the young bucks don't print. You print?
1: Yeah, uh, I've been printing a little bit, a little more. Um, I mean, I don't really hang it up in my room just because. I don't know gotta, how much longer I'll be in this apartment. So,
0: right. you, you got your aesthetic too in that room, bro. You got those, yeah, amber, man. You got those amber vibes glowing back there, bro. Oh, yeah. I see you. <laughs> yeah,
1: I keep it lit in here.
0: <laughs> oh, man. I love it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like printing it, though. It's it's nice to actually see it in hand, you know? Right. Um, like, I like giving it to my friends and family too. Um, I saw a couple prints here, here and there, but, uh, yeah, it's nice.
0: How do you feel about road trips,
1: man? So I have a love, hate relationship with road trips. Um, so I get car sick. So usually I need to drive, which can be daunting. Um, I man, I've made the drive between salt lake and San Jose so many times. I don't even want to count. And that's like 13 hours. And usually I do it in one trip uh-huh. or like there in one. Um, but now I've, uh, I, I mean. Like I said, I live in San Jose, so basically anywhere that I want to shoot is minimum hour commute. So it's like everything's a little mini road trip. But uh so yeah. We actually uh we road tripped to Vegas a couple weeks ago and that was a that was a send, man. So I mean I mean I'm I'm down with road trips, but if possible I will fly.
0: Gotcha. How do you go about planning your trips?
1: To be honest like a lot of them are just spur of the moment like today i was debating whether i should go to yosemite this weekend and then i saw i don't know some somehow sequoia national park came into my head and like oh that that would be pretty dope actually so i just sort of like looked it up and i'm actually pretty set on going there for the weekend so like right now it's just it's like all right i got a weekend where do i think would be kind of cool to go how far away is it and then i just go. Like, some days when we when we go to Yosemite, it's just like, yo, you want to drive to Yosemite right now? And it's like, I don't know, it's like 30 minutes notice, then we just go.
0: Right. No, so, I, I definitely feel that. What's the – have you ever been outside of the country?
1: I haven't. So I actually don't have a passport yet.
0: Word I'm up, bro. It. Get that. Get that passport. What are you waiting on? I don't know. I was, a late, go do I was a late bloomer, too. I never had a passport until, like yeah. – Someone was like, yo, we're going to London. And I'm like, I got <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, to get a passport. I mean, I think a lot. sometimes they take time, you know? Yeah. You wanna have it. I think when your boys are ready to roll somewhere. You want to be able to go. Yeah.
1: I, I think a lot of it is like when I was younger and growing up, we didn't really travel that much. So I never really, it never really like enticed me. You know right. what I'm saying?
0: We didn't travel either. We didn't have money to travel. So. Yeah, that like we didn't take any trips bro <laughs> yeah no family yeah, vacations nothing bro i've done all my traveling on my own <laughs> That's nothing wrong honest, with that like, yeah that's
1: about the same with me so it's just like it was never really a part of my like upbringing
0: i guess right uh so where's the first spot this is kind of cool i'm like where do you want to go first like what's a place that you've just been drooling to get out and adventure man
1: I've really been wanting to go to Banff. I've been seeing a lot of stuff up there. Um, I mean, coming from Utah, like I just, I love the mountains Um, and just seeing like how insanely blue those lakes are is just, Mm -hmm. I can already tell like that's a spot where I'm going to go there and just stand and just be like, wow, this is insane. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yep. Yeah, so
1: that's that's definitely up there or uh, I don't know why, but when I was younger, I was like, oh, uh i think i i want to go to australia and i don't know if it was because like i saw kangaroos and i thought that was cool (laughs) or what but australia is definitely on the list so dude
0: that's what's up i saw i saw a a thunder down under show in vegas and then that's when i knew i had to go to australia
1: (laughs) i bet i bet bro (laughs) (laughs)
0: what kind of uh what kind of music you listen to um
1: so i listen to a lot of edm rap sort of like a mix of anything like i'll throw on some country too if we're on the road mostly like i listen to Odessa and millennium uh-huh. those are probably my top two right now
0: Odessa uh, loyal bro yeah what <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah man that yeah, came out when we quit. were in new
0: zealand and yeah oh yeah and i was just like slap dude just all day bro <laughs> Such, yeah, a, that such one, a big tune.
1: I know, man. But yeah, really I just like listen to whatever and especially when I'm editing too. Like I feel like Odessa and Millennium really influence whatever happens at my end <laughs> product. So
0: <laughs> Are you an emotional editor? Like I'm a I'm, I'm an emotional editor. You can always tell my vibe, I guess, sometimes like when I'm editing and mm. especially if I'm really like if I am angry or sad about something, like it'll show through my work do you feel the same way sometimes when you get done with the piece and then you like realize like, Oh, it kind of. <laughs> You're like, man, that's a depressing shot. But, uh... <laughs> I you start crying.
1: You're like, man, I don't know what just happened. I don't know. I don't think I get too emotional about it. Like, right. I mean, lately I like a lot of like uh, really dark darks and then a source of like light coming through. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I-, I don't get emotional about it though. I don't get like too attached to my work. It's like, all right, that's a good shot, but we got to go back out,
0: take another. Right. Yep. I do. I totally, yeah, I definitely recognize that trend uh, of the dark of just the darker <laughs> images with a strong sunset, you know, light source beaming through somewhere. And it's a good yeah. look, bro. It's a really, it's a really nice look. I'm looking at, uh-huh. 30 of your photos right now all together on the back end of our app. And it looks like, like this is a gallery, bro. You got like a really nice curation. They all look so coherent. Uh, It's a nice, you have just a really good, a really strong body of work. You should do do something with it at some point. You ever thought about Uh, doing like a local gallery event or anything like that?
1: I've actually, I've been, Contemplating like doing some sort of meetup out here, but uh, I, I think I would want at least a group of uh, other photographers to join in too to bring that like community vibe to it. Um, that's something that I'm pretty big on, so I don't know. I mean, when you come out, we could probably throw it up.
0: Let's do it. I'm way game. Right. I, I want to get back, I want to get back out there, uh, you know, possibly like November, but if not, then February. Uh okay. or something like that will probably be when I swing through, but yeah, you never you never know. Like I just do things come up and sometimes it's just like let's get it, you know.
1: Yeah. You wanna so, go to Monument Valley? Let's just go.
0: <laughs> no, for real. I'm game for that stuff too. Just let me know. We've been wanting to get out. I know we want to do like a big workshop in the Bay Area, like a portrait landscape and a business workshop like all in mm-hmm. one day. And so Shortstash and uh Luke Goatly goes by Victor Valencia, he's a portrait guy. Okay uh and so we've been you know kind of chopping up some ideas and and different things like that uh you ever do any i know you don't really do any portrait stuff huh
1: no so actually at the sony b alpha event i think like two weeks ago um it was more of like a portrait meetup so i don't know i just started getting some portrait work in um was pretty fun actually so i might start doing it a little bit more just on the side um but I don't know, man. I just, I love like cityscapes and landscapes. Like that's what makes me feel good. You know?
0: Yeah. I'm the same way. I like, uh, I love landscapes and then like just finding really trippy compositions, like shooting through an old tree, you know, or like, yeah, like going on the hunt. Cause I'm like, I already know everyone else has already shot this a hundred ways. So like my mind goes into like puzzle mode. I'm like, how can I be like, just, you know, I'm just looking for something really different. Yeah. And that's, that's fun. People can be tough to work with sometimes, you know?
1: Yeah, um, yeah, they're definitely tough. Like, I don't know, a lot of people that I used to do portraits with, they didn't really know like how much time goes into actually editing. So they're just asking for the pictures constantly. I'm just like, man, I don't even know how to edit this, but here you go. (laughs) So, but I know more now.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, definitely what do you think did you, first of all, I just want to commend you. Like, dude, you're young. You have, you seem like you have a really just like good head on your shoulders. You hang out with good guys that I know are, are great dudes. So I know you're a great guy. Um, what do you think some of the keys to, to living a good life are, I guess, for you?
1: Hmm. That's a good question. Um, I've actually kind of been thinking about this stuff over the past year and, uh, a lot of it's like influenced from Gary Vaynerchuk, but it's just like, you need to like know who you are, right? You need to know like what your strengths are, what your weaknesses are. And I think even more important is just be authentic. Like, like whenever I meet someone, I want them to know who I am. It's like, I'm not gonna put on a face, which I see a lot of people do throughout the, throughout, I don't know, just their life. And it's just like, I don't know, man. It's, it's so hard. Cause you don't want to tell people that they're being fake. And it's like, I don't know. So I, I guess I would just say like, just be authentic in like everything that you do, be genuine and just like be nice to people. It's like, it doesn't need to be overly complicated. Like say, thank you, say please, like give without expecting things in return. That's probably one of the biggest things too. Um, a lot of people they do things for other people but they expect something back, you know? Um, so it's like a lot of the times when I meet people and I'll just like do something for them or like give them something. They're just kind of like shook cause they're like, wait, really? Like what's the catch? And it's like, nah, I'm just trying to help you out. You know?
0: Right. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, dude, thank you for those words. I think it's like a cultural thing too. It depends on, it depends on where you live. Right. When I lived in LA I'm, I'm personally a lot more cautious of my interactions with people and I'm thinking kind of differently, you know, I'm like, what do they want from me? You know, what are they trying to get out of me versus Boise? I I don't ever think anyone's trying to like befriend me for a specific uh, end result or a specific reason, you know? Yeah. And so, yeah, dude, I just, I think you had good words, uh, good words there beyond that. I think, you know, I don't think you have to tell someone to stop being fake because I think that can be harsh. I've, I've learned, yeah. I've learned like a workaround. I just, I just say mask. Like I'll just tell people like, yeah, take off that mask, bro. You're good. <laughs> and I just say it like that. And they don't really, and then it's not like a blunt thing. Cause most people don't catch it. They don't really understand. And then they'll think about it for a second and then they'll get it. And then they can graciously just be like, Oh, like, you know, maybe I need to tone it back or just relax, you know?
1: Yeah. I mean, a lot of people don't even realize it too. It's just like, you've been doing something for so long and it's just like it's just out of habit and Mm -hmm. like if you can connect with them and they can just sort of like step back and sort of realize like this isn't me like i mean even me personally i've had experiences like that where like this isn't who i am like i don't even know what i'm representing right now
0: um Mm -hmm. I think it's easy to get lost as a young male in our society. Uh, I know I've personally, not to speak for anyone else, but I've personally been there and I've come a long ways. It's actually really funny, depending on like when you met me in my life, like you may have a completely different vibe. You know, one person might be like, oh yeah, like he was kind of a cock, you know, he's kind of cocky and kind of this and kind of that. Another person might be like, dude, he's the most like generous You know, open handed, open arms, willing to help just like such a good person, like, you know, and it just really depends. And so I think there's there's no better time than now to take ownership of your life and to be who you want to be. Like at the end of the day, when you look yourself in the mirror, like you can't you can't fool that reflection, you know, and that's that's what you got to live with at the end of the day when when everyone else is gone and it's just you and, you know, hopefully you can smile and and love that person you're looking at and not hate that person. You know, I've, I've been on both sides of that.
1: I I have two man. (laughs) Our stories, our stories are pretty similar. Um, Yeah. Yeah. It's like, what do you want to be remembered for? Like, who do you want to be remembered for? It's like, just put who you are out there.
0: Oh yeah. How do you deal with uh, as a young man you know in this world that's very complicated and 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 frightening to some extent you know not like ooh boogeyman frightening but frightening <laughs> for big example like you're not necessarily happy with your job but it's also frightening to to leave that to go pr- pursue something else so with all that said how do you as paul clark deal with fear or how are you maybe you haven't dealt with it yet and maybe you're figuring it out and how are you what's that process like
1: yeah. So I would say like, especially right now with my job, I mean, it's not, it's not necessarily something that I, I don't like per se, but it's just something that, it just doesn't feel like I fit in very well with it. Um, so, it, I mean, it's kind of scary cause it's like, all right, I'm in the Bay area. This place is super expensive. Like if I leave that job, I'm not gonna be able to afford rent for like two months. Um, so it's, it's sort of like, just trying to like deal with it on a day-to-day basis rather than thinking like, all right, this is everything that could go wrong. But instead I'm trying to like compartmentalize like specific days and just try to make that day the best that it possibly can be. Um, some days I win, some days I lose. Um, but at the end of the day, like, I just know that if I keep doing like these baby steps throughout the day and just make each day as good as like, as it can be, I think that ultimately, hopefully it will, lead me to the right step in my my life. Um, I don't know, it's, it's something that's very tricky. And I don't necessarily know if I have the right answer, or if even what I'm saying, right, now is gonna apply in like six months. But I don't know, it's, it's something very hard to deal with. And uh, I don't know, there's, there's no one that has the answer, because everyone's different.
0: Yes, indeed. We are all very, very different. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, From my personal experience, I went through a phase where I was working a job in health technology that I was really jacked about, you know, when I was when I first started and I was climbing the ranks quickly. Like I'm talking like three months in promotion, another two months, three months, promotion, promotion and making good money. And uh, I thought I thought that was it. But for whatever reason, I was more uh, dude, I was like depressed and I was like more sad and and depressed and like lost than I had ever been. And like, I was going out and partying and doing like bottle service and just like silly things. And that was like the culture. And, you know, at the time where I lived and the people that my job that were making good money, that's just kind of what everyone did. And I just kind of, I lost myself. And, uh, you know, I broke down one day in the mirror crying because I couldn't I just didn't recognize the reflection i had no idea like i looked myself in the eyes and i was like who the hell is this person mm-hmm. uh and for me that was a huge wake-up call and like that next day i like transformed my life like i got rid of all the dead weight i cleaned every Like kept my you know my changed the way my space looked i rearranged my whole house i bought a bunch of books i started getting up like at (laughs) 5am, you know, I started getting up crazy early and reading and, and jogging and hitting the skate park and riding my bike and just like, you know, experiencing a little bit more life and spending more time with myself so that I could find these answers to understand what is it that I want to do? What is it that, you know, where do I want to go? And shortly after that, I just quit my job on a whim and I don't, I don't recommend that to anyone. Uh, but I just took a leap of faith because that's just how I'm wired. Uh, You know, I felt like I was against a wall and I felt like I only had two options was to die here at this job or to to leap into this new life and to make an adventure out of it. And that's what I did. Uh, And it's been a crazy journey. And, you know, here I am. I don't even know. Maybe this is like I'm 29 now. So this is like five years later. Hmm. Uh, And it's been crazy. It's really cool to look back. And I've been through a lot of really hard times, a lot of ups and downs and have faced a lot of. Setbacks and learned a lot of things, but it's all you know, just working hard and having faith and just being a good human being, uh, has worked out. You know, like I'm, think, I'm in a much better place now, and life's beautiful, and I get to yeah, work in, with awesome people like you and, and talk to guys like you and 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 build great things for this community, and life's good, man. So I guess the moral of all that is like just you know sit down and maybe take pen to paper and figure out you know like yeah you may not be necessarily stoked on your current life circumstances today but what can you do on a daily basis that will make the you know a big change a year from now that could put you in yeah. an op- you know in a place to to move to a new city or to be able to leave your job or to you know have enough money to float for a year and figure things out Uh, or whatever it may be, you know, maybe that's working your butt off at work and then coming home and making sure that you work two hours a day on whatever your side business is, that's going to free you from that job one day. And so there's lots of ways that I think you can go about it, but putting pen to paper and actually strategizing these things is important because a lot of people just talk and, uh, what I've learned in my experience for my reality to become real, I have to put it on paper and define what that reality is. And I need to read that and keep that front of mind. Like I should always know this is where this is just temporary. My job, my, my circumstances are just temporary. This is where I am heading and this was where I will be. And then you will create, you'll create that. You'll engineer your life and one day you'll wake up and you'll realize that you're, you're living, you know, in your own creation that you created three years ago, five years ago, 10 years ago, you know, and now you're here and it's all good. So.
1: Yeah, man, that was, I don't know if you could have said that any better, but uh yeah, it's just like, keep the big picture in mind too. It's like, it's very easy to get caught up like your current situation and just like, it just builds on itself. You're like, man, this sucks. This sucks. This sucks. And it's just like, man, you're, you're never going to like get out of that hole of, you're always thinking about like one year, two year, you got to think like five years, 10 years. And I don't know. That's like the perspective you need.
0: You have to, because the small stuff will, if you think in small chunks, the small stuff, like you're thinking on a one year plan, your girlfriend breaks up to you, bro. You just sank the boat, like your whole world yeah. just like collapse, you know? But if you're th- looking at the five year thing and that's what the focus is and like, don't get me wrong. That's still hard to go through those yeah. types of things. But um. It doesn't feel like you feel like you have a little more stability because you don't have this. When you have one year goals, like people have high expectations, right? And you got to just set, like, I used to always, like, dude, I need to be a millionaire by 26. I need to be a millionaire by 27. I need to be, you yeah. know what I mean? And it's like those expectations don't allow you to grow. And the reality is, you just need to set authentic, realistic expectations for yourself that are true to your being and not tied to like, trying to be cool for society or trying to make money for like for your parents yeah. or whatever it is. Like, what is, you know, what is Paul's number? How much money and put pen to paper, like what's the lifestyle you want to live? I used to always think that I needed to make uh you know a million dollars a year, or $10 million to live the way that I wanted to live. And I actually put it down on paper and I was like, mm-hmm. like, don't get me wrong. $113,000 a year is mm-hmm. a lot of money, you know? Yeah. That's a decent amount of money, but at the same time, it's not crazy. It's not absurd. And the way that I want to live uh, is what that's what that came out with, too. But I never knew that because I never took pen to paper and actually wrote down, like, what do I want? What type of house? What would the mortgage cost on that house? What type of car? You know, is my wife working or is she not working? You know, and yeah. I just I tallied all that stuff out. and I'm like, oh, dude, this is a lot more obtainable like than I thought. I thought I needed to make yeah. c- crazy buku money. <laughs> And, and, but if you don't put pen to paper, I guess is what I'm, you know, to, to, to wrap this up, this little segment is that <laughs> if you don't take pen to paper, you never really know. And therefore yeah. it's not real. It's just like this imaginary thing in your head, but for all, you know, maybe, you know, it'll only take you 60, $70,000 to live your dream life and freaking back in Utah or whatever, or wherever it may be. If you get out of your expensive city, you know what I mean? And that could allow you to live be free and create and do your art and all that good stuff. So
1: yeah, man.
0: Anywho, uh, (laughs) what, uh, how do you deal with like creative blocks? Like when you're not feeling creative?
1: Yeah. So that, that's something I've been feeling more and more around the Bay area. Cause I mean like a lot of these spots just get shot so many different times and you know, Gabe and Q, they talk about it all the time. It's like people are just getting comp stomped or whatever. Um, I think the way that I've dealt with it. Wait, what's comp when, stomp?
0: I'm sorry. So, like
1: so comp stomp. Composites. Uh, uh, composure stomp. So basically taking the same shots that everyone else has taken. Got so like you. Q is giving me a lot of crap and Gabe does too for like California street shots. You know, like
0: <laughs> yeah. cable
1: car going down the hill. You got the light beaming through at the back. Um, so, I mean, a lot of the spots get shot a lot over and over and over. You see the same shots like every single day. So I think the way that I deal with um, creative creators block is just hop in the car and go somewhere different. Like like this weekend, for example, I f- I'm feeling a little blocked right now. So I'm just going to hop in the car, go down to like Sequoia National Park. It's like somewhere I've never been before. And like, I don't know, just going somewhere new and just trying something different. Um, I think... That's how I've dealt with creator's block. And uh, another another thing that I've been doing is uh, watching editing tutorials. Like, I mean, I, I've gotten a couple editing tutorials from a couple photographers and those like really opened my eyes to like what they can do with images. Um, and it's like something that I can go and apply to my work um, and just see something that I never saw before but the biggest one is just go somewhere new.
0: I like that. I guess going somewhere new is is, is kind of like getting out of your comfort zone too. You know, you're going yeah. somewhere unfamiliar and so therefore you're challenged to think differently because you're just unaware of everything. Yeah. You're just, you know?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. What, How, what about you? How do you deal with creator's block?
0: Getting out of my comfort zone, I'm kind of wild. I do like, it just depends like during the winter, a lot of times, like I won't put the heat on. I'll, I'll keep, I'll purposely keep it cold. Uh, I think that keeps me grounded to like my roots of like just being a gritty entrepreneur and and fighting Mm -hmm. to, to make things work. And I like to, to always remember that and feel that. And so anytime that I feel like I'm getting a little, uh, You know, whatever it may be, I just need to be grounded. I'll do like, I'll just do things that get me out of my comfort zone. Uh, Take Mm -hmm. cold showers. Uh, I might get up early. I get up early already, but I might get up even earlier than normal. Uh, Just to try new things, right? Like just to see, like trigger my brain to think differently. Like, holy crap, you're not used to being up at 4.15. Like, what are you going to do? And, you know, am I more creative at, you know, am I creative at 4.15? Am I creative at midnight? Am I creative at 4 a.m., 2 a.m.? So different times of the day, different places go into different environments. So whether it's a coffee shop, whether it's a park, whether yeah. it's, you know, I have like these battery banks that have, you know, plugs, three pong plugs so I can plug in my laptop. So I might just go find like a really groovy spot outdoors in the shade and kick it there, you know, yeah. in the morning to get, cause I don't get a lot of time to, to be as creative as I used to be. And so for me, I have to create that time, which normally means uh, sacrificing a little extra sleep to, to yep. be up early and to stay up a little bit later or whatever it may be. So I guess that's kind of how I deal with those creative blocks or I just take a break completely from photography and filmmaking and that type of stuff. And I'll just start working on music. Like I got, you know, uh, okay. a machine studio and MPK, I got fruit loops and like I just, like I like I'm creative. So I like to, I'll just switch it up and go paint or do something completely different. And it gives me a break. And then I come back, you know, feeling excited about photography again, because I took a little, break from it to go do other creative things you know so yeah that's cool what type of as a a young man as an artist what type of legacy do you want to leave behind you know i don't think a lot of people really think about you know what they want to be known for what type of legacy they want to be uh leave behind and so i'm curious what type of legacy would you like to leave behind as paul clark paul clark bro you sound like a superhero i love that name
1: (laughs) thanks man i just need those glasses you no know? nah, bro you got to be uh, your own
0: original bro yeah original. all right
1: let's rock this <laughs> no but uh
0: yeah uh, on, right, i like that right, right. hold on can, can we get back to that can we do an all black spandex suit with the with the red mirrorless on the front oh and gosh. that and that would be that would be your get up going forward yep <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right it's gonna happen the next yeah, AOV meetup,
0: dude. I, dude. I will. I hope so, bro. I'll be in a spandex suit too, with rocking the rocking the O logo. <laughs> All right,
1: let's make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I guess, I. I mean, I have put a bit of thought of like what I want to be remembered for. You know, like when I'm eighty, ninety, or whatever, and I just can't really do anything at that point. It's like uh, I just want to be remembered for just being a person that helped other people out and just left the world a little bit better than I found it. Um, it's, it's pretty simple, but, um, I don't know. I just, I, I really like helping out people. I like getting people connected to other people. Um, yeah, that's really, it. I, I just like helping people and just doing the right thing.
0: That's, so. good. that's good, man. You're, did you, you're pretty thoughtful person for you know someone your age and that's it gives me a lot of that brings a lot of joy to me i know there's a lot of there's a lot of really thoughtful people in our community it's really just makes me stoked on life i'm just like there's just good people in the aov community and that brings a lot of joy to my heart you know
1: thanks man yeah i mean i just i just try to be a good person like every day is not gonna be the best day so um just try to be better than i was yesterday
0: absolutely With that said, um, normally I like to end the podcast with our guests leaving the AOV community with some type of words of inspiration. Uh, So it's that time, you know, and you don't have to answer it right away. If you need to think about it for a second, feel free. Uh, But this is just kind of your moment where you get the floor to just spread whatever message of light that you want to share with the AOV community.
1: I think whenever you decide to pursue something, I think you need to go with your whole heart into it because like a lot of people, they'll sort of kind of do something, um, but they don't necessarily go all in on it. So, I mean, with photography, I decided, Hey, I'm going to just put everything into this and see what comes from it. Um, So I'd say like whatever you're going to do, like put your whole heart into it, put all that passion you got into it. Um, Next thing is just have fun. Like, What's the point of like doing anything if you're not gonna have fun with it? Um that's a big one. It's like a lot of people I, I feel like especially photographers, I feel like they're just post they're trying to like get the next shot that's gonna like blow up. But it's like not everything is about just blowing up. It's just like, hey, I'm gonna go on a dope road trip with some friends and I just wanna have fun. If like I get a good shot out of it, that's gonna be awesome. But if not, like I'm here to enjoy the moment, you know? Um, and the next thing is don't compare yourself to other people. That's, like, comparison is a thief of joy. Um, it's very easy to, like, compare your chapter one to someone else's chapter 20, and, like, you don't necessarily know what their story was to get to where they were, and you don't have an idea of, like, what your story is gonna be written as. So don't compare your work to other people, um, and just focus on just being happy, doing what you love, and uh, just put your heart out into it. Paul oh, Clark, thank you. Thanks, man. Appreciate
0: it. Hey, guys, thanks for listening to another episode of the AOB podcast. Our goal here at Art of Visuals is to keep everything free and to creep, creating great tools and resources for you guys to utilize to achieve all your guys' dreams in the photography, filmmaking, and content creation world, even entrepreneurship. With that said, we've picked up Adorama as a sponsor to help us cover some of our costs, and we're grateful for them. All we ask of you guys is, if you're going to purchase gear, we'd really love it if you guys would head over to adorama.com and make your purchase there instead of elsewhere. And just know that when you guys do that, you guys will also somewhat be supporting Art of Visuals and allowing us to continue to create great content for you guys, uh, like our podcasts. podcast our free app and a lot of the other great things we do. Also, if you listen to the podcast, all of the AOV presets are now free. Uh, So check out our website, shop.artivisuals.com. Go get some free presets. The artist presets are still for sale. If you want to support the artist and you should support the artist, uh, just know that that money goes to them. And we're also going to be reworking that commission structure uh, here in the next month. So we're really stoked about that, but go get some free presets. And if you guys want to buy gear, please support us, help us out. Go to Adorama.com. Peace.